Should I do the intro? No. Oh. No. Thought that'd be fun. Spice things up a little. No. Okay. It's my show. All right. Now your place. <laughs> I did come up with the intro. Did you? Yeah. Emily, you talking about sex? Yeah. Oh. Cool. I forgot. But anyways, to proceed. Be completely honest. I figured. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ladies Let's Talk About Sex podcast. I'm your host, Felicia, and I'm a lady talking about sex. And this week, we have a very special guest with us. Mm. She's my lover, mm. my roommate, mm -hmm. my soulmate, mm -hmm. my best friend, mm -hmm. my quarantine buddy. Mm -hmm. Her name is Gavindi, and she's back. I'm back. For season two. Yes. I'm so excited to have you, Gavindi. I'm excited. I'm honored to be on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy you're honored. Thank Gavindi you. was our first guest for our new listeners. Yes. So she was the one who kickstarted our fame. Mm -hmm. Broke the ice. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It was really all you. It was. I believe it. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not arguing. <laughs> and so for this episode, we are going to have a really interesting conversation about another podcast. Mm -hmm. A podcast that Gavindi actually introduced me to. Mm -hmm. Did um, I? Yeah, you did. You were the first person that showed me them. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Wow. I popped your cherry. You really did. Nice. I wish I could take it back. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we're going to be talking about Call Your Daddy and um, all of its... See if we have any daddy gang members here. Oh God. Anybody from the ladies talk about sex gang, also a daddy gang member? I don't think they would be, but who knows? You never know. Uh, I guess it depends on how they're listening. Mm -hmm. But we're going to be talking about Color Daddy and uh, some of the problems with it, some of the things we appreciate and kind I brought of notes. Yeah, we we don't we both had notepads, so <laughs> we are ready to kind of break it down. But I guess give any for people who don't know what Color Daddy is, do you want to give them a quick synopsis? Sure. Well, Color Daddy started by uh, Alex Cooper and Sophia Franklin. Mm -hmm. Rip to the duo um i don't even remember maybe about three ish years ago probably around like 2017 2018 anyways it's uh it's a barstools funded barstool sports funded podcast so if anybody knows barstool it's a very you know straight boy hetero fuck boy institution run by a fuck boy dave portnoy um and they just it's a comedy podcast and they talk about sex and it was probably one of the first big sex podcasts that was ever out there. And, you know, I, uh, I listened. I was a daddy gang member. I'm going to say it. I'm going to own it. <laughs> we all learn and grow. But, yeah, they basically just talk about, you know, how to give head, different ways of giving head, different ways of screwing over guys, how to uh, not get screwed but, be, but screw. And, yeah. Yeah, so it's know. a very educational pod. It's, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> That's the vibe. For the content, it's uh -huh. really, really advancing. It's something. It's something. It was definitely something, too, when it came out. Because it was very much like, let's talk about sex. You know? Yeah, but like explicit. Like not... Explicit. Explicit. Not like, oh, let's talk about sex, Ed. It was more like, you're going to wrap your tongue around his dick. Yeah. And you're going to like... Gluck, gluck, 2000 boys. Know, bob your head. Uh-huh. Sloppy toppy that yeah. man. Yeah. And the break his balls the right gambler, after. I think that was one of them. Oh. So many, so many different tips and tricks they give you. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I also was a daddy gang member for a while. Mm-hmm. And then the show started to concern me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of really questionable things. What was your first concern? Oh, hmm. Was there a first concern or were you just like, I think it's just it? the like, you get to a point in your life where you're like, I don't want to treat people like shit. Um, like, and even if people treat me like shit, I don't need to fight fire with fire because I'm like an adult, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like where I personally grew out of the mm-hmm. podcast because I was like, I'm not going to like vengeful like be vengeful against these men who don't want to date me. Like if you don't want to date me, that's your own loss. Okay. <laughs> like that's not, it's not something where I'm like going to fucking hide outside of his house and like ruin his life. Yeah. Because I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I have other things to do. Mm-hmm. Did you have an initial concern where you were like, this is a problem? I don't know. I think it was kind of just realizing that it was very uh, one track minded. You know, like to a certain point, a lot of them just get a lot of the episodes and topics are just so overdone. Like the cheat on cheat on him before he cheats on you thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like, how many times are we going to go over this? And like in retrospect, not even in retrospect, like, does that ever work? No. What's the point? It's like, why, why waste energy on this dude that is not into you? You don't want someone who cheats on you. Yeah. Anyways, I remember you even saying to me multiple times like bro i've listened to this episode before or like she's talking about the same shit over and over and over yeah it gets very redundant yeah so to give people a little bit more context in oh god in the summer of 2020 or or late late spring spring, yeah the two girls ended up splitting up and beef it was a big beefy fest totally of two white white women Mm -hmm. um over money over money and like fame and apparently allegedly like the man contracts uh one of the girl's boyfriends broke up the pod which was actually like I felt really really bad for both of them like I just thought that it just like sucked but also you have to be a specific type of person to ruin a friendship um over a, a man. business a business agreement too yeah over uh it's suit man and we don't know the ins and outs. We don't know these girls. So to each their own. But uh, it was a very trying time for the daddy gang community. It was because they just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew what the hell was going on. But then. But then. Alexandra Cooper came back. Single father. And she wanted to triumph and make the, the podcast something else. Yeah. She wanted to revamp it. She did. And she, she kind of came up with a few claims being like, basically stating that her co-host inhibited her from having like constructive and productive conversations. Yeah, she wanted to grow out of the, you know, Gluck Gluck 2000 and cheat on him vibe and get into more of a, a vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. Because sex is not just Physical. Physical. Yeah. There is also a psychological element to it that any psychologist can just like explain to you very easily and this and this like statement was actually we were happy it was it was gonna be different it was gonna be a new era for caller daddy Mm -hmm. and it was you know it was gonna be it was gonna be fresh yeah yeah what happened after that then Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I think that's what we'll kind of get into today. Yeah. So to give people context, I have a few things. And like, I think the internet has caught on to this too, but nobody's really talked about it in like depth with examples. So I think let's just set the precedent. Okay. We have a podcast run by two white girls. This is pre-breakup. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two white girls in like a predominantly alpha male institution, which is bar stools. Mm -hmm. And it's like toxic masculine like toxic male environment, yeah. very like Saturdays are for the boys. I'm going to get her drunk and sleep with her type of aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Portnoy definitely did say when girl passes out at a party, it's gray area. That's not so, okay. Uh, um, that, that tells you where that's at. Yeah. So institutionally they're already fucked, but to give people some examples of some things that are just a straight no for me, mm-hmm. uh, I think we should talk about the, way they scale women at parties i love that just to set the tone set the tone yeah all right so there's basically like a claim Uh in one of the podcasts that if you are like a four or a five you should sleep around a lot you gotta get up that body count in order to be worthy for a man's attention yeah and to be invited to parties i think that was the big thing yeah and then if you're hot you don't you shouldn't sleep around because otherwise then they're going to like get bored of you. Mm-hmm. So this is already something that's just fucking ridiculous in my mind mm-hmm. because it's like, first of all, I don't physical know attractiveness start. is very subjective to begin with. Yeah. And, and numbering girls and saying like, is mentally fucking everybody up. Yeah. Cause then you're rating okay. yourself on that scale. Also, you're like, where do I fall? Like everyone's got a fucking fetish. I'm yeah. sure that there's going to be some guy that likes a non-conventionally like good looking girl. And what does that even mean at this point? Like our beauty standards are changing all the time. Mm. One day it's like thick and, and curvy and the other yeah. day it's thin. Yeah. We're in the era of the ass. Like early two thousands was era of whale tails. Like, I mean, it keeps changing. So this is a problem. And it also sets the president for men to be like, I'm not going to invite her to the party because I don't think she's attractive. Like mm. who said that that was fucking okay. Also, also who's the man saying that? Yeah. <sighs> one to ten scale my ass yeah i'm sure chad looks like a fucking straight one uh i have no doubt in my mind that chad is a nice stained white t-shirt with flannel yeah it's not khaki shorts oh yeah yeah oh yeah we got the visual oh yeah so i think y'all know where this man is (laughs) on this chart if we're gonna really chart people up then there's okay so i think that's already some sort of precedent that a lot of people just like forget to it's very non, non, like what they're trying to do or what they initially wanted to do and how they claim and stake themselves early on. It's like they're feminists. They're for the girls. Like we want to reclaim daddy. But like, how is that reclaiming any of it? No, it's not. Like how is pitting each other's looks on a scale like th- making anything better for anybody? And also, like, even if we're going to use the scale, if you don't get invited to parties, just don't go. Like, why is this such a big fucking deal? You're not going to get invited to some parties and that's life. It's also, I think it's important to mention their demographic. Yes. I Because, I mean, we are both, you know, in our early 20s and have experienced very little 
when you when you think about it on a grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. right? And like if we can like say that this is problematic, what about the girls that are listening to it? What about it, like if I'm listening to this now and I'm 18 year old me, everybody knows 18 year old Govindi was on something. Yeah. Right. Like this is not going to set her up for success success or like, you know, it's just get her out of a mental funk. Get her to pit herself against other women. Yeah. And it's pit not gonna, against herself. Yeah. Herself against men too. Like not everything is a fucking scale. We're yeah. also humans. Like humans are not like they People shouldn't change. be priced. Yeah. It, it's it's like the 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 audience is very they're young and impressionable. They're young and impressionable. They're and college they're age. They're like high school age. And the majority of the viewers are women. So, so it's like, what message is that really sending? Yeah. Then we can get into the next one, which I think is your favorite. Oh, what's mine? Cheat or be cheated on. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. Let's 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 unravel. Mm-hmm. I initially called this the douchebag cycle. Mm. I dubbed it the douchebag cycle because when, you know, a boy gets his heart broken, <laughs> he's like wounded for life. He, his grade six crush never gave him back a Valentine's Day card. And he remembers that he's an asshole from then on. Mm. Right. And like, how is this, how is this healthy? How is this going to make you a better human being? And it's the same thing with the cheater be cheated on. Oh, he's going to cheat on me. No, I'm going to cheat on him. It's also Why? such an easy defense mechanism, like to anyone that doesn't want to be in a healthy, committed relationship. Sure. Do this. You are going to be alone forever, though. Yeah. You cannot sustain or you, you saying being alone forever is a little bit dramatic, but you're not going to be in anything that has an open line of communication that is healthy. Yeah. That doesn't cause both parties high anxiety exactly it's going to reinforce that trust issue yeah with all of your relationships so that's not okay and also just like with both of these things like it's like everything is a competition everything yeah. is like a fight everything is like we have to get one up them yeah because you know we were below so now we have to cheat on them and now we have to it's like like, like pull michelle obama like if he's gonna go low why go low yeah what's the point yeah like, go high. Be better. He's probably scumbag anyways. Also, like, the guys we meet now, even, like, I'm pretty set on, like, there's most likely not going to be watch me, like, find the love of my life tomorrow. But, like, there the next, like, 10 years of my life, none of those men are probably going to be my husband. So what the fuck am I? Why do I care so much? But also, if he's, if he's a cheater, then he's a cheater. Mm. You know? That's who he is. Yeah. So, like, why, why, why? Because we're trying to change these men, right? That's the goal of Indy. Why? Wanna, why? Why do we want to waste our time? We want to make the fuck boy fall in love with us because it's a game. Mm. It, that's all it is. It's the daddy game. Mm-hmm. But we can close it off with the iconic phrase: "You're just a hole." Yes, milf hunter. Mm. Oh, this is really uplifting. Milf hunter. Yeah. A man with over a hundred kills. That's actually disgusting. And, you know, uh, fucks because women are just holes to be filled with his peen. I have a stomach ache. <laughs> I, my, my tummy is cramping a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's just like fucking humans 
are not objects. Have did mm-hmm. we not learn this in like grade six? Like we don't get to objectify people because we have sex with them. Mm-hmm. Like just because you're having sexual relationships with someone doesn't mean you shouldn't treat them with respect. That's like saying I'm gonna fucking have a I don't know an intramural volleyball game, and because I lose, I'm gonna cry like a baby. Why? You lost the game. Move on. I it's also I it, I think this point and like all of the other points also just shows how straight this podcast yeah. is. Everything is very like I'm a woman having sex with a man. boy girl. That is it. They really only started talking about some bisexuals and I think a few or maybe one lesbian post. But up until then, it was only Sophia and Alex, and they're both white, straight women. Mm-hmm. Even in early, early college time days, I remember one one thing that I don't remember if Alex said it or if Sophia said it, but it was like, um, when a girl gets drunk, she needs to text a guy. What? Yeah. Who like said something she along. Needs the- to, what do you mean? Like I, I, the, that's what she said about um one of her episodes, like early. I think it was like season one or season two. It was like uh fucking a guy or something like one of those ones and she was like when a girl gets drunk she has to text a guy it's just like that's what you do when you get drunk so you and I got drunk last night did uh-huh. we text any men uh no I don't know who I texted I think my mom good night <laughs> oh I texted my father oh okay man <laughs> okay not really. I like I think the things with with these statements is that like people aren't human. Like they're giving me the aesthetic that we're all just like sex dolls. It's also very like overgeneralized. Yeah. It's like everybody is the same and we're going to give very surface level surface level advice or yeah. comments or you know that are just very unhealthy too. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I I hope that people who haven't listened to the pod feel updated. Um, Mm, On the vibe. On the vibe, on the aesthetic. And y'all can look up these episodes. They're still out there. Oh, yeah. They come out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. This Mm -hmm. is an ad for Call Your Daddy. (laughs) Uh, We are not sponsored by Barstool. uh, Don't want to get flagged there. No, no, no. Don't even put that. (laughs) We are not sponsored by Barstool. But as a listener, I was excited to kind of watch Alex grow independently from Sophia. Yeah. Because granted, like... There was a promise. There there was was a hope. There was a promise. There was a hope. But there was also, like, only one... Like, I feel like as a podcaster, when it's just you, you have a lot of autonomy and agency over, like, what What you you say and what you want to talk about. And, like, she was... And still is doing a bunch of episodes independently. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just her talking about her experiences and her stories and her lives. And like, even me, like I edit the podcast when I say stupid shit. So if you talk about something that's like, maybe a little bit more sensitive, like you can censor it. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, you can censor it. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard. She edits her podcast. She knows. But like, it's not the message that she wants to get out though. Because it's not the message that sells. No. So we kind of found a few episodes post 
Sophia Franklin. Single daddy era, single father era. That we kind of want to unpack. So I think the first one Mm -hmm. that I want to talk about is episode 87. And it's called PSA, He Doesn't Like You. Rip. Um, And she said this one thing and she basically like justified it because her mom's a psychologist Mm -hmm. and her mom gave her this advice. By the way, not all psychologists are great. So that's like all like not all doctors are great. Not all lawyers are great. So just because you have those credentials does not mean I'm coming after a psychologist now. I'm really like fucked, but (laughs) you know, whatever. I'm just like, I'm in it. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, But I wrote this quote down because I really think we need to unpack this. Um, And she said, and she like, she she prefaced it. Prefaced it with this was not healthy advice, but my mom told me. D- D- Alex says that, not the mom part. Alex says that, like, this is like, this may be toxic or this is like unhealthy or shit and then along still the lines does of that. It. But she's like, I don't care. I'm still t- tell you, you know? Like, she acknowledges it, but she also doesn't rectify it. Yep. Which is a problem. Well, let's just take, take a look at this. Okay, quote. let's take a look. The person that cares the least in the relationship holds the power. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we want to talk about first? Hmm. Maybe. The power dynamic. Yeah. In any relationship. Because as a girlfriend, I am owned by my boyfriend. Mm. And he has the power over me, mm. my vagina, my holes. <laughs> all of them all of them all of them he can do whatever he wants with my holes all and because he's the man he has the power Mm -hmm. that was ironic if nobody could tell (laughs) just I just want to forward that like I don't even know what to say about that it's like it, it it really depends on your own well, oh, self-awareness, self-worth, self-respect, I guess, too. Well, I think it's a very, like, it's a very empty statement in the sense of, like, okay, so relationships are now places of power. They're not. Relationships should be. Well, I, every advice she gives is some sort of power dynamic. Yeah, this is also just playing into the game of, like, Who's going to like who more? Yeah. Who's going to get fucked over first? Yeah. Who's going to get, you know, be liked? Who's going to be ha- like, who's like that's have the not power? to say that, like, you obviously can't protect yourself in a relationship emotionally. Well, yes, but that's not what she's trying no, to do here. No, no, no. There's like respecting boundaries and having like emotional barriers. That's yeah. okay. That's but if normal. you're not invested in a relationship, doesn't mean I'm going to stick around. Also, who wants someone who cares the least in a relationship? Yeah. Yeah. And who who also, okay, this is also something else. Like this whole shit with like who cares the least and like cheat or get cheated on. It's like, why do you want to be in a relationship where you are actively trying to care less about that person? It's also like if you're at the point in your relationship where you realize that, you know, we're in two very different head spaces, mm-hmm. obviously something is wrong. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that something's wrong with one person. It means mm-hmm. that something is wrong with the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be communicated. Yeah. Or you need to just break up. And you need to communicate that. But you can't just be like, peace out, bitch. Whoever cares the least. I'm going to go fuck another hoe. Has like, the power. Has, a pa- has the power. Yeah. Like, what is that? 
the whole episode is titled like PSA, he doesn't like you. And it's basically all of these scenarios where Alex is basically blaming women for having second thoughts or questioning a bunch of things about their relationship. And like, granted, I fundamentally like as a friend will tell a lot of people like when I just think that their partner isn't invested, if they're not putting effort, like why, why, especially at such a young age, like if you are less than like, if you're not married, this is my thing. If you're not married, why fucking try so hard to be in a relationship? If you're married and you got kids, I get it. It's probably work and you've been there a long time and you're probably tired. And so is your spouse. Real, that, marriage takes work. But like as a 21 year old, I'm not going to be here crying to have this fucking man love me. Mm-hmm. It is not that hard to love me. Okay. You do it every day. <laughs> okay. I don't know how we ended up here. I didn't but see that coming. But it's, is it not true? Well, yeah, but any relationship is going to take work. Yes. But to the degree where like you have to bully all of these women no. because they're second guessing themselves. That's where you have to like, you know self-reflect and be like is shit hitting the fucking fan and should i dip maybe did we need a whole episode though to explain that to these women in such a degrading manner no yeah no because i don't think so no and also the episode fails to like acknowledge like if somebody's going through a family crisis they're probably not going to enter into a relationship right now if somebody's going through like a schizophrenic episode, they're probably not going to engage in a relationship well, right now. That just also goes back to how like uh, exclusive Call Your Daddy is. You yeah. know, it's very much reserved for uh, a quote unquote average normal person. And the norm is, you know, a white cis man and woman who doesn't have any mental health issues. Who yeah. doesn't have any problems. Like no baggage. Everyone is just coming as empty vessels. Yeah. Holes. holes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just, it's very empty in the arguments, which... Like, she doesn't really back any of this, this shit up. Well, she's not a psychologist. She's no, not a relationship but, but, expert. But she does, there, there's still no, like, behind it. You know? They're very blanket statements. Yeah. You know, because you can't give relationship advice on a grand scale like this. Right. Because she overgeneralizes. The podcast overgeneralizes on everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We agree. We agree. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> and this was something that I was actually kind of interested in because I just, we just listened to the Sex with Emily episode. And actually, like, I actually really like um, the Sex with Emily podcast. <clears throat> Emily's a sex educator. Mm-hmm. She's a psychologist. She has a lot of insight in relationships and sexual health. And I will give Alex this. I was impressed because she did give trigger warnings mm-hmm. during this episode because she like was asking. Stamps. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was asking Emily for some like good insight on rape fantasies. Mm-hmm. However, as the podcast goes on and on, There are very few like psychological questions. I don't think there are any, to be completely honest with you, Mm. that Alex asks the practicing psychologist versus like all the sex questions. Mm -hmm. Like she asks about like wetness and uh, different like BDSM kinks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But it's very much like she's reading up these questions that are like, why can't I come with my boyfriend? Or like, why is my pussy not wet? And like, 
why can I come better with a vibrator versus yeah. like with a boyfriend? Yeah. Which are all valid questions yeah. for people who are trying to get educated and try to have like more autonomy over their sex lives. However, I think it really goes to show how like narrow minded is and how unwilling she is to like have tap open... into that, that yeah. mental psychological aspect of sex. Yeah. And to like recognize that there's more dimensions to it. She probably didn't want to have that conversation. That's mm-hmm. like not, you have to be on the ball to like have a conversation about mental health and how that intertwines with sex. Mm-hmm. But like, she probably wanted to just talk not. about the fun stuff. Yeah. And like that episode, I'm sure helped a lot of people, but with all of the like psychological damage that the podcast has perpetuated Mm -hmm. I feel like it was a disservice to her audience it also like she she didn't really use Emily to her full capacity no Emily's a fucking boss yeah like she has so much insight and she was just like this fantasy and that fantasy Mm -hmm. and I love coming and squirting and lube 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 Mm -hmm. and it's like have we not been here Mm -hmm. before yeah and then my issue with it too was that she has an actual educated person in front of her talking to her about these topics. But then Alex herself decides to give her own relationship advice in the later episodes, mm-hmm. which I have a problem with. Yeah. Because Alex is Miss uh, I'm a fuck over a dude and now is in a relationship with Sexy Zoo Man. Yeah. And I mean, in episode 110, uh, it's the real Slim Shady episode. She does some really interesting things. Do you want to talk about which specific things? Maybe. So now Alex is in a relationship, right? right? With Sexy Zoo Man. Sexy Zoo Man. And Mm -hmm. this is like her first relationship in a long time. She's really apprehensive. Yeah. Uh Uh, To getting into this relationship. I feel like she thought she wouldn't be cool anymore or she can't pull the whack-ass shit that she was pulling with guys. Well, she's still pulling the whack-ass shit with Sexy Zoo Man, but he's like low-key calling her out on some shit. So let's do the breaking and entering story oh, I that know. she talked yes. about. Well, okay. So Alex is with is with this man. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he does or anything, but she's with this man. He's older and got his life put together. Anyways, they're in his apartment, I think in LA, but I'm not sure. And his one rule is that you can come and go whenever you want. If you forget anything, come back and get it. But just make sure to arm the the alarm system. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, you know, fair request, yeah. I think. Very fair. Anyways, Alex was in a rush one day and she didn't, she forgot to arm the system. And they got broken into that mm-hmm. same, that same night. So they, they, they were out on dinner and they come back and they see that their nightstand was raided and he goes and sexy zoom in goes and checks downstairs and realizes that the entire window had been smashed in and they like took a bunch of different shit. And one of the things that he said was that they even took your Valentine's day present. Mm-hmm. And she was like, fuck my Valentine's day present. So, you know, they like get into it and like, she's like, I'm so sorry for not arming the system. This is, mind you, she, she admits on the podcast too. She was like, this was entirely my fault. I did not. That's not even the point of the story. It's not. But anyways, so like they get over their like little tiff and whatever, and they're hanging on the couch and they're canoodling and she may or may not be giving him head. I don't remember. Uh, But whilst they're, you know, 
having fun, getting jiggy with it. Uh, okay, grandma. Sorry. <laughs> having oral sex. I don't know if it's oral sex. They're having some sort of. They're doing course. something. I don't know. They're doing something more than I'm doing right now. Oh. And, um, and uh, she asks for the receipts to the gift that was stolen. Uh, to prove that to he, prove bought, that he her bought her Valentine's Day the Valentine's Day gift. And she claims on her podcast that she was like, I needed to do this because who would I be to daddy gang if I didn't ask? And I'm like, oh, the fuck? Oh. Can you imagine if I pulled some whack ass shit on you, Govindi? And I was like, you know what? It was actually the ladies that's talk about sex podcast that made me do it. <laughs> it was my podcast. Be like, are you fucked? Are like, you fucked? Like, who gives a shit at that point? But also, that's not the, that's not what you, that type of mis like why would your boyfriend lie to you about a gift he bought you while he's like trying to figure out how the fuck he's gonna repair his apartment yeah that was broken into an hour and a half ago like this is not the time and like she low-key like like coerced him with sex to tell the truth when like if you really had this like mistrust in your partner you would confront him right away just be like, I don't believe you. Be like, did you really buy me that gift? But like, also, it's gone. It doesn't it matter. Does, it's not there anymore. It doesn't matter. And it's just like, what the fuck are you? And then she proceeds in the episode to give people relationship advice. Yeah. Which I'm like, wait. She also did that in her other episode, like her toxicity episode that came out a week or so before Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't really know why it's called some shady. She's not even with this man anymore. Yeah, she's still talking about ex-boyfriends when she's yeah. literally in a committed relationship yeah. with somebody totally different. But anyways, <laughs> that's another issue in itself. <laughs> um, she like rated uh sexy zoom man's nightstand just because. And she had found some shit, I think, with his ex or something, or like some gifts that were in tossed away in his nightstand that he hadn't seen. Like Five months when they five months ago when they first started hooking up and she found it because she snooped and then she rechecked it on New Year's Eve to see if anything had changed and nothing had and she was like I am going to lie to my make up a lie to my boyfriend and tell him that I was looking for a phone charger and stumbled upon this and confront him and she didn't she drank too much and forgot that that was the plan and was just like I went through your shit. And I found this and he was like, why are you just going through my shit? You know, like, why are you, why are you not being able to have a conversation with me? If you're not, if you don't believe me in certain things, you know, like, where is that line of communication? Why did she already not trust her boyfriend? She's had for like two weeks. Also, she was like, said that she was catching feels a few months into, into their, their hookup. They're hook- them hooking up. Yes, thank you. But sorry, I don't know why that was difficult to come up. It's okay. Out. <laughs> it's okay. But like she checked when they first started hooking up. Like, why do you need to check if you're just seeing this man for sex? Hmm. Hmm. Is somebody masking some feelings that hmm. they're having? Hmm. And they're trying to self-sabotage? Hmm. That might be an interesting thing to look at with your therapist. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it sounds like to me. It's just like if it's if it's casual sex, which is totally fine. What's like, why do you need, why to, do you know? need to know if he's hooking up with somebody else? And also 
we all knew she was hooking up with other people too with this guy. She said she wanted to be open. Yeah. She said in that episode she wanted to be open. And she was like still triggered. So like there is the fault. It's like if you want to be in a a casual sex relationship, that's fine. But you can't, you have to know if you can do that or not. But to do that, you have to have open communication. People can have non-monogamous relationships and they can be consensual and very, very healthy. Mm. However, Alex Cooper, Sneaky McGee, <laughs> doesn't know how to not how to have a conversation with another human being that she's having how, sex with. Yeah. But also, like, she can't even, she doesn't have the introspect to herself no, to recognize she lacks what self-awareness she wants. To like about what she can have and can't have in a relationship. But also, it's okay to, first of all, women, when we have sex, if you are assigned female at birth, you release oxytocin when you orgasm. Mm. That is why there's this whole thing about women catching feelings way before men do Mm -hmm. because we have this hormone. However, is it going to make you uproot your whole life for a one-night stand? No, you just have to be able to differentiate. Did I just have an orgasm with this guy? Or do I actually like him? Like, did I have a fucking good conversation with him and I enjoyed his presence? He's not stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, so that can happen. And, like, casual relationships can turn into monogamous relationships. Yeah. You just have, have to, to know and talk to your partner. Yeah. And also, like, fucking talk to yourself. This woman doesn't talk to herself. Yeah. It's, like, the whole idea about, you know, women having more emotions, stuff like that is very shut down. Yeah. On the podcast. It's right? very much, like, if you have emotions after having casual sex, like, you're a weak bitch. Yeah. Pretty much. And, like, you... And, like, there's, she's trying to promote the, the the hookup culture, which is fine. But, like, she literally cannot do it if she's snooping in this man's drawer after fucking him one time. Mm. Also, like, hookup culture in itself is pretty problematic. I think it's better to, like, phrase it as casual sex. Mm-hmm. Hookup culture is very, like, toxic masculine, very well, patriarchal. It's hookup culture and call your daddy. Yeah. So what she's doing, it was very much, like, manipulative. And, like, she was setting herself up for failure, too. Like, yeah. you're going to go into this relationship thinking you want one thing but doing things that somebody who would be that shows a completely different side yeah wants and needs like her actions and words are not lining up. no and it's funny because she has a podcast so like and she edits her own podcast too so she's like she doesn't hear what she says she's fine with it she's totally fine with it i don't think so I don't know, man. She went on this whole, like, I want to learn and be more vulnerable and stuff like that. And I do think that she has issues with, like, expressing that, evidently. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think it's all a defense mechanism. This mm -hmm. is, like, psychology 101. Anyone that's taken psych knows this. (laughs) Like, anyone. You don't have to be a psychologist to know that people defend themselves when they're scared of Mm -hmm. getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And, like, she does talk about in a previous episode how, like, fucked up her ex-boyfriend's yeah made her feel and like the the manipulation and stuff like that like slim shady in door number three the problem is as this 26 year old with this massive platform Mm -hmm. she never rectified those wrongs that she perpetuates now herself yeah it's like if somebody like hurts you you don't have to hurt every other person that comes in your way douchebag cycle she's coming back she's coming back but it's hard, right? Because we're not here to shit on Alex Cooper. We're not here to bring other women down. I think 
what today's episode did was it just shed a little bit more light like you just and insight. Gotta really listen you yeah. know and listen like listen call your daddy is fucking hilarious it's definitely entertainment it's, it's funny and it's ranked as a, a comedy podcast mm-hmm. so it is comedy you know we need to but we need but, to take it and but, absorb it as comedy that's that's the thing it's like everything that she says we can't hold as gospel and truth you know mm-hmm. like she's not god's gift to to relationships the sex positive community because yeah. i don't even know if the sex positive community wants her yeah to be completely fair with you mm-hmm. the problem that i have with it in its entirety is that it perpetuates really 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 poor behaviors and really, really that cycle of like gender stereotypes going too. Mm-hmm. And it it doesn't it doesn't provide her listeners at all with any insight that's actually going to help them. No, which is my problem because her listeners are so young and so like easily influenced, influenced, and like can easily practice these really really toxic behaviors too because most of her listeners are in college. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's the the epicenter of being a fuck boy. But like, is that what we're trying to teach people? Yeah. It's like, and also Alex is 26. She's not like young and impressionable anymore. No. Yeah. I'm sure that she's 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 going to go through a bunch of changes in her life and hopefully some positive positive psychological changes. Or just like understandings, like just like a, 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 a an increase in self awareness. Yeah, I think that's like the number one thing. But also, like, I think a lot of people on TikTok and like a lot of like those very gener- generic blog posts that come out with the uh, stuff about color daddy, like, recognize that the podcast is very, very white. It's very, very straight, and it has a lot of like pretty privileged influence. Yeah, it doesn't, like, it doesn't encompass the entire sex world. No. No. At all. I don't even think the sex world wants to be associated with Call Her Daddy, to be completely frank. No. It's just, they have such a wide, like, such a large and wide platform because they also do outreach to men. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, when you're you're saying these internalized... Misogynistic resonates with those. Men digest it and they normalize it even more which is also a huge problem because it's just like why are we still doing this like why are we still perpetuating these things why are we still letting women being treated like treated in a certain way why are we still letting men get away with this shit yeah why are we continuing to pit women against each other like i feel like we're gonna be saying that in like 2060 probably like it's but like you still don't need an average like i don't know x amount of million listeners to understand understand stuff. and register and continue mm, i agree i'm really like calling for alex to like get her therapist on the pod that would be fucking amazing Can oh you God, a live therapy session i would i don't die. know if anybody wants that <laughs> that would be i want it well yeah but like i would so traumatizing listen. Well, like the thing is, she edits her podcast, so she can really figure out what she wants the world to know and what she doesn't want the world to know. But she does have to like digest a lot of things that she said and like reflect on herself it's before just, she gets. Our guy needs to grow, and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and single father era was supposed to be a time for growth, and I haven't seen it. And frankly, I can't comment on Sophia's 
podcast and what she's doing because I listened to one episode and I found it boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, you know, there's there's room for growth. There's so much, bro. When you start talking about mental health, that's it. The cap is off. The psychological aspect of sex. Because it's so much. It's you can't hide it. Listen, anybody can try and hide it, and you're gonna end up like not being happy. Yeah. Listen, like psychologists, my therapist say that, uh, <laughs> and my therapist, and my therapist, I'm including shout Bella, out. <laughs> um, like you are not gonna find like fullness unless you are like seeking out things that are going to fill your soul essentially. And that's like very like little philosophical and whatever, but like <laughs> fucking, if you're just fucking people over every single day of your life, you're going to be miserable, bro. You're going to be so it's sad be on the so inside. Goddamn miserable. And you're like only purpose in life is going to be like, well, I seek fulfillment and validation through screwing this up, yeah. you know? And it's like, it also, it also very much like, perpetuates the idea of seeking validation through sex Mm, which is so bad you know it's like anything like the the fours and fives need to have a high body count to be able to like fit in socialize yeah fit in with the nine eights and nines like you know like why why but also like what What does it add yeah it doesn't do do anything for anyone yeah and there's so there's i i really hope that you know, if there are a few people from Call Her Daddy listening to understand that like sex is very, very complex. You can have casual sex and you can also have really, really, really emotional sex. And both are great. Both are fine. fine. There's nothing wrong. You need wrong. to know what you want and what you can deal with. Yeah. The and communicate one, that with your partner. Consensually. Yeah. Which is a big thing. I don't think fucking Call Her Daddy has ever talked about consent, which is also like the foundation to sex. Well, Importnor says, I think I fucked up his name, whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't need any says more that. that if a girl's passed out on the couch, it's a gray area. I don't know if uh, he would want anything about consent on the podcast. I, I don't know how much influence he has on the podcast. I don't know. He was on an episode, though. Yeah. When, yeah. When which was also divided. gross, I remember. His partner was like Loki bullying Sophia. I... After. <sighs> it's there's it's a lot very of... much like I'm going to promote acts against other beings yeah vicious acts. i want to hurt other people yeah which is like not what we do here no it's not cute being the mean girl is not cute yeah i don't know when people are gonna get over that because i feel like we've seen so much mean girl this year and i think everybody's so angry <laughs> because of this pandemic <laughs> and like we just all need to <laughs> fucking chill <laughs> There is so much mean girl out there. It's like we're living in 2003 again. Yeah, we're like people straight up back like, early 2000s. So dumb. Yeah. So anyways, I hope this gave everyone insight. Yeah. Did you have fun, Govindi? I did. I always have fun on the podcast. Oh, my God. OMG. I was okay. the first subscriber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that is that is fact. I think it might that be. is straight fucking facts. <laughs> but you know what? At least somebody subscribes. To yeah, there you go. And you know what? Everyone can do. You can follow us on Instagram at Ladies Let's Talk About Sex and comment what you want Gwendy and I to talk about next. Yes, maybe she can come back for season three. Omg, maybe. I think. Well, I don't know if you want to. <gasps> oh my god, I'm on the chopping block. 
Well, it's it's not a you topic. get a little bit of fame, Felicia, and you leave the OGs. Okay. <laughs> My God. No, it was Go a question. Straight. I was asking for your consent. I wasn't assuming that you wanted to be here. You don't have a choice right now. We're in a pandemic and we live together, but like we're it's not gonna be here forever. Okay, okay. Anyways. Anyways. Make sure to follow us on the Ladies Let's Talk About Sex podcast on Instagram. And check us out on all your podcast platforms. Make sure to subscribe. And we will see you next Monday. Yeah. That should be.